This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's get into these postseason matchups uh, in uh, Major League Baseball. Here's a little refresher course. If you have been paying attention to football and you don't really know what's going on, here's the playoff picture. Here are the teams in the wildcard matchups. We have the Blue Jays and the Twins. We have the Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays. We have the Diamondbacks and the Brewers, Marlins and the Phillies. That is the wild card round. These are the teams that have the first round by. We have the Astros, the Orioles, the Dodgers, and the mm-hmm. Braves. So when you look at this bracket, which you might not have it in front of you, and I'll give you a second, uh, are there any of these matchups that look the most interesting to you right off the bat, like whether it's the first round or maybe a little bit further down the road? Because I think when I first saw this, I thought to myself, hmm, what a soft schedule for the Baltimore Orioles. I feel like they should get through the first round, whoever they play, whether it's the Rangers or the Rays, and then they'll probably meet up with the Astros. I feel like they have the bats to maybe take down the Astros, even though the Astros, it just feels like every year they're unbeatable when it comes to the American League. But I do like this um, this setup for the mm-hmm. Orioles. Oh, I do too. And and I think for Baltimore, the question is how will they handle the pressure of the postseason? Because I'm like you. I'm really bullish on the Orioles. That's not some sort of crazy hot take. I think if you follow baseball at all, uh, of all the teams that it's easy to get behind who are maybe the most, it's probably Orioles because they're just a bunch of young kids who probably have their best baseball ahead of them who weren't expected to do this and they've been awesome and they have just enough pitching where they they're not going to beat you with their staff they can out hit you and there's just something about them that Orioles magic that they used to call it but I wonder how they will handle the pressures of the postseason which is obviously a real thing and that's where if you talk about potentially meeting up with the Astros, certainly when it comes to being able, look, there's a reason why the Astros right at the end of the season were able to make that push, right? They've been there. They know how to turn it on. They know how to do it. So that will be fascinating to watch just from a pressure field standpoint, because playoff baseball can put on the clamps and the Orioles haven't been there. The Astros clearly have. Yeah. The Orioles don't have the real world experience. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because just if you look at the bracket, like, wouldn't you rather be in the American league than the national league, like having to face either the Braves or the Dodgers to get to the world series. Like that seems like the tougher side of the bracket to me. So I will be rooting for the Orioles to win the American league because God, like 
can we get somebody beside the Astros winning the America League? I'm ready for it. So I'll be rooting for the O's. But let's get into these wild card matchups because we do have some series prices. Let's start with the Diamondbacks and the Brewers. Series prices, Arizona plus 165, Milwaukee minus 200. And we've already had an interesting strategy used here by Arizona. They're going to be throwing a young cat by the name of Brandon Fott. In the first game of the series, I guess they didn't want to use Zach Gallen or Mer- Merrill Kelly on short rest. But Brandon Fott, like we do daily baseball bets, and it's not somebody mm-hmm. we normally want to back. And especially yeah. against teams who are in the postseason, the better teams in baseball. He has an ERA of 14, north of 14. He has not pitched well against good competition. So, Jenks, what do you make of this decision to start him in game one? Like, I guess the 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 factor that could go the direction of the Dimebacks is if you do win game one, it really puts the pressure on the Brewers in the, yeah. the final two games of the series, and you're kind of playing with house money. But still, it almost feels like they're giving away a game here. Do you think this is the right call? No, I don't. Now, I understand if you look at his splits – He's one of those guys where he's significantly better on the road than at home. Like his home ERA is like 85. It's terrible. You mentioned it. he's <laughs> awful at home. On the road, he's much better. But also, we're talking about playoff experience. That's a real thing. So you're going to take a young guy who, okay, fine, he's better on the road and put him on the mound for game one of this series. I I understand that, that you want to save your big arms and you don't want to risk them on short rest. But certainly, I would much rather have Kelly or Gallon out there, even on short rest, with the resume that each of those guys has. Like, why in the world would you put Brandon Fott out there? I, I don't get it. I'm not a major league manager, but this, is, this seems like a strategy that could backfire immediately. Like you said, it's like, hey, you guys want game one? Go ahead, just take game one, and then we'll come back and see what we can do the rest of the series. I don't understand it. Especially when it's only a three-game series. You know, if they right. lose game one, it's down to a one-game series because you got to win the next one. So I don't know what they're doing. Uh, what's that line from Dodgeball? It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if bold it pays move, off. Right, exactly. <laughs> like this, sometimes I feel like that, and, and this happens a lot, where if you're a skipper, if you're a head coach, you outsmart yourself and you think too much. You overthink it. And you start going into the weeds and you say, mm, you know, if you think about it this way, okay, Zach and Merrill, they're on short rest. Brandon has a great ERA on the road as opposed to home. Okay, so maybe we, we, we – it's like, listen, man, don't overthink this. Put your best – one of your best arms on the mound. It is a three-game playoff set, man. You don't have time to overthink this and mess around with some young kid who probably won't get it done. I just don't like it. I don't like it either, but that goes to show how strategy and managing can also factor into the postseason for some of these teams. And also, mm-hmm. next segment, we're going to be talking football. I need to get your take on Riverboat Ron not going for two. <laughs> the Commanders, what are we doing here? So we'll get into football next segment if you stick around. Maybe we'll talk about that at the top of the segment. But we've got to talk about the rest of these matchups. I didn't ask you, do you like somebody in this series? Milwaukee minus 200, Arizona plus 165? Well, I kind of like the D-backs a little bit until I, I did not realize Brandon Fott was starting game one. I think it, here's the thing about the Brewers is that 
and it was not good. It was not a good end of the season for the Diamondbacks. You know, they get swept, but also it's against the Astros. The one thing about the Brewers that makes me a little a little nervous is as good as their staff is, as good as that starting rotation is, there are times when they just don't hit the ball. And I don't I don't know how many times this season I've put money on the Brewers and I lose like three two. Because the pitching staff did its job, but the bats just would go cold or they wouldn't generate enough run support. And so I think that's the that's why I don't want to lay 200 on a series prize for Milwaukee, just because there's always that possibility that while the pitching staff gets it done, they don't hit. Yeah, that's the Brewers' problem in the postseason yeah. most years. Like, they will have this great pitching staff, and then they'll go toe-to-toe with the Dodgers and lose every game in that series, like, 3-1. to one. So, yes, the Brew Crew definitely has a sabotage factor, and it's on the offensive side of the ball. Let's go up next to the Marlins and the Phillies. Series prices here, Marlins plus 165, Phillies minus 200. In game one, we have Jesus Lazardo throwing for the fish and Zach Wheeler going for the Phils. Philly minus 165 in that game, Marlins plus 135. Do you think the fish have the opportunity to steal a game here? Maybe. I was looking at this game earlier, and I think I like the under here. Total set at seven and a hook. It's juiced to the under, minus 115. I might do this thing. We're going to have to make a call until tomorrow, but at least my early look is I might play this up to eight and hit the under. A, so I have baseball. I was talking about this. Unders are probably to play, but also both of these guys have significant experience facing the other team this season. Mm-hmm. Wheeler has... Had two starts against Miami, giving up five runs in 11 innings. Lazardo has been similar. Five runs in 12 and a third innings and two quality starts against Philly. So playoff baseball, two solid starters here who've had success throughout the season. I, I think I may go under here. Not going to bet this series, but tomorrow that's going to be my initial lane for game one. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. For some reason, I can't see the totals at BetMGM on my end. I don't know if it's like the state of Tennessee or what, but I think I would lean towards the under in a lot of these game ones because you've got to think, this is a three-game series. Game one mm-hmm. seems so pivotal, and also you are going to be using your best relievers. Each out is going to feel uh, momentous when you get it. So it feels like to me that the unders are going to be the play. I know that Philly's offense kind of scares me a little bit because we know that is one of the hotter, hotter offenses in the second half of the year. But still think the under is the play, and especially when you're talking about Zach Wheeler. This guy definitely has postseason experience pitching the World yeah. Series. So I would lean towards the Phillies uh, and also the under. When you look at these other games, Rangers, Rays, Blue Jays, Twins, is there uh, a series that you want to sink your teeth into? I will say that the Rangers at plus 130 are a little interesting to me just mm-hmm. because the range, I know they've had all those injuries and certainly on the staff that they thought they were going to have this season, but the Rangers bats, as we know, Chelsea, man, they can come alive and just beat you at the plate, no matter who's pitching. We don't know who's going to go for Texas. And Tyler Glass now has been absolute moneymaker at home for the Rays. But if you're talking about a series price, Rangers at plus 125, I think is pretty interesting. Do you think it matters if they kind of limped into the postseason? That's the only po- uh, sabotage yeah. factor. Is like sometimes you want a team to carry some momentum into the postseason. Yeah. Not really the case for the Rangers as they gave True. up the divisional lead to the Houston Astros. So we'll see about the Rangers. If they could win without DeGrom, without Max Scherzer, man, that'd be impressive. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.